Hi everybody, this is Scott Saad. Last night I posted a few tweets uh, in regard to uh, an attack that Donald Trump had posted vis-a-vis -vis his uh, former press secretary and in, in weighing in on this matter, I also weighed in briefly on Ron DeSantis. So I thought I would read for you in case you don't follow me on social media or on, certainly on Twitter. Uh, I'll read for you some of those uh, tweets, and then I will, uh, you know, add some additional commentary. So it all started when I noticed the following, I guess this is on his Truth Social. So Donald Trump, this was last night, Kaylee uh, Milktoast, uh, misspelled McNanny, just gave out the wrong poll numbers on Fox News. I am 34 points up on desanctimonious, not 25 up. While 25 is great, it's not 34. She knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll. The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real stars. So my first tweet was, uh, I had retweeted his, his, his post, and then I wrote, not a becoming nor smart strategy. Kaylee McNanny was an absolute honey badger as a press secretary. Loyalty is a two-way street, not a good look. And then I continued, let me just go on, read you the, the full uh, set of tweets, and then we can discuss it. If Trump had a sufficient, a sufficient amount of introspective humility, he would have instituted the behavioral changes that would have allowed him to win a second term. But there are elements of one's personhood that are nearly impossible to change. People might agree with his policies, but many are incapable of looking beyond his character flaws. I say this as someone who would have preferred Trump over Biden any day of the week and twice on Sunday. To attack someone to attack someone has as lovable as Kaylee uh, McNanny, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, is going to have a very negative effect. It is a truly silly strategy. Focus your ire on the corrupt media. By the way, some people said, oh, but she is part of the corrupt media. No, I'm talking about the corrupt media that tried to bring him down for the past uh, you know, six, seven years, the corrupt governmental agencies, the corrupt academics, etc. rather than picking uh, fights with people who served you well, truly dumb and indicative of an inability to exhibit pragmatic restraint. Trump has been treated terribly by a bewildering number of people, but this does not excuse an attack on Kaylee. Uh, then I added, uh, much of life is about proper modulation, or as the ancient Greeks knew only too well, all good things in moderation. As I explained in my forthcoming book, this book right here, The Sad Truth About Happiness, I have a whole chapter about uh, the sweet spot and all things in good moderation. Please consider pre-ordering the book. Uh, in any case, to demean people who served you uh, well, as did Kaylee, is not exemplary because it yet again displays a lack of modularity restraint if donald trump were able to be somewhat less cantankerous it would serve him well but a leopard cannot change its proverbial spots and then finally uh this is i, I guess i'll well let me i guess i'll address this first and then i'll talk about uh ron DeSantis. what was amazing is people who love trump attacked me because I'm criticizing some of his character flaws, which objectively is a fair criticism. Uh, people who uh, don't like Trump, who are anti-Trump hysterics, have repeatedly attacked me 
for many years because I don't criticize him enough. So if I criticize Trump, I'm doing the wrong thing. If I don't criticize Trump, I'm doing the wrong thing. And now, as I'll show you in a second, if I offer a criticism of Ron DeSantis that is perfectly fair, uh, then I'm a bad person. And if I don't uh, criticize Ron DeSantis, then the Trump hysterics, don't, I mean, the pro-Trump people will get angry. What, why aren't you being you know, more forceful in criticizing uh, DeSantis? So all roads lead to someone who weighs in on a topic to be a, a bad person. Uh, which leads me to a quote from the author F. Scott Fitzgerald, a great quote. The test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. Boy, is that the reason why we have such polarization, right? You could very, very clearly have things that you dislike about Trump, without arguing that Trump is a nuclear holocaust to ha waiting to happen, that he's a asterisk that's hurling towards Earth. These are real words that have been mentioned. I won't even dignify who mentions them by mentioning his name. Uh, you, you could not compare him as being worse than Osama bin Laden. So people who don't have that capacity to modulate their reason are hysterics they're irrational so when i criticize such people it's not because i'm in support of their position or against their position as someone who studies cognition who studies information search who studies persuasion strategies who studies psychology of decision making i'm weighing in about the general mechanism that's causing the disordered thinking the emotional irrationality and so on right so now let me come to ron desantis I've had a chance, by the way, to see him twice in person, once at an event uh, recently where I spoke at a Global Liberty Institute uh, uh, founded by two uh, Stanford people. Uh, but I also heard him speak last year at an event where I was uh, speaking at, uh, organized by Hillsdale College. So I've had a chance to see him up and close and personal. And obviously, he's an accomplished governor. He's done amazing things. If you compare his, his, uh, how well he did in the first, uh, the first time he ran for governor versus the second time, it's it, it's objectively it's fantastic. But people are asking me, so what do you think of him? So I offered an opinion, right? That is well grounded in reality. Doesn't mean I hate him. Doesn't mean I don't wish him for win or wish him to win. Again. Not that I need to do this. Let me remind you, I'm Canadian. I don't vote in this. So really, I'm the guy who's standing outside the ring and offering some opinions. You like them? Great. You don't throw them away. You don't have to hurl endless. I mean, I don't care, but you don't have to hurl endless insults at me. God, Saad, you disappoint me. I despise when somebody writes me that. As if I give an F whether I disappoint you or not. What a smug patronizing, condescending thing to write. Just tell me why you disagree with me and I'm happy to hear it, but that I disappointed you, it's so sad, you're an idiot. Oops, that was so Trumpian on my part. Any case, uh, here's what I said about uh, Ron DeSantis. There's an expression in Arabic, bala ta'me. Bala ta'me means, when literally translated, it means without taste. This is the fundamental problem with DeSantis. I like many of his policies, but he is bland. As I explained in The Parasitic Mind, Chapter 2, 
People activate their emotional system rather than their cognitive system when choosing politicians. Ron DeSantis does not trigger one's emotions in either directions. He is just there. I think that he will be a formidable candidate, but he lacks charisma. And as I said earlier, I saw him live on two occasions. Again, I'll probably post the sad truth about this in the near future. I wish him the best of luck, but he has to ameliorate his oratory delivery. And then people wrote to me, you're an idiot. It's, got, it's, it's about substance, not style. I'm the guy who wrote the book in chapter two that talks about this issue, thinking versus feeling, cosmetic cues versus substantive cues, activating the central root of persuasion versus the peripheral root of persuasion. So I don't need to be condescended to. What I'm saying is the world that we live in is one where a great number of people who go to the ballot box don't vote based on policy you'd like them to i wrote a 2003 academic paper on evolution and political marketing where i was arguing that people are more likely to choose someone based on their height than on their monetary policy that may be bad but that's what we know people do so to the extent that ron DeSantis has substantive policies that many people might agree with boy he would be a more formidable candidate if he were able to not be a robotic, look kind of car salesmanly looking guy. Put some sex appeal in that haircut. Crack a self-deprecating joke, and so on. He is a fighter. He has taken on difficult people, but he doesn't wow you in with magnetic animal charisma, right? For better or worse, whether you love Trump for all of his traits or you hate him for all of his traits, he is triggering something in you. Therefore, you pay attention to him. So all I was saying is that if I were to pick one weakness in DeSantis, and he may not be able to change that, right? I mean, some people have charisma, others don't. Some people, you know, are very, very compelling when they speak. Others are not. He's not a bad speaker. His positions are clear. He is a, a solid guy. He, he's not a guy that's going to cause all kinds of you know, drama, you know, psychodrama all over the place. That's great. All I said was he lacks that certain je ne sais quoi. Other candidates, even someone as empty suited as Barack Obama is able to intoxicate people. Look, look, I'm going to smell now the, the wine cork. Remember the, the, my ex the expression, getting drunk by smelling the, the wine cork of the wine bottle? Mm, I'm smelling Obama. I'm I'm getting drunk. He he has such a mellifluous voice. Mm, he is so lanky and tall with a radiant smile. Mm. Oh, I hate Trump. He's such a bully. You see that? I'm getting drunk by the cork. Well, with DeSantis, there is no cork, right? I don't smell it. Look, look. I don't smell anything. It's bland. It's flat. Put some sex appeal. Crack a joke. Get out of the very non-sexy haircut. Life is also about style, right? That's all I was saying. So to summarize, number one, I think it's idiotic for Trump to do what he's doing. Uh, let, let me put it another way. On any given day, one of three things can happen to your weight. Your weight that day could have gone up because of the choices that you made. It could have stayed exactly the same or it could have gone down. There is no other possibility, right? So now let's apply this to, we could apply this to everything in life. When Donald Trump 
tweets that tweet attacking uh, his former press secretary, one of three things can happen. As a result of that tweet, more people who are fence sitters are going to vote for you. Oh, you know, I really like the fact that you attacked her because she's not supporting you. Or that tweet does not cause any change and not a single person will change their vote because of that tweet. Or that tweet causes some fence sitters, some independents who were unsure whether they want to vote for you to not vote for you, right? Well, I'm positing very humbly that such a tweet is much more likely to cause a reduction in number of people who vote for you. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. It's not quantum physics. Every situation can go up, can stay the same, or can go down. So be pragmatic. I'm, now I'm appealing to both Trump and DeSantis. Be appealing. Uh, be be pragmatic and implement things that increase the likelihood of people voting for you. In Trump's case, stop being a cantankerous guy. Stop picking fights with people with whom it serves you not in the least bit to pick those fights. And believe me, I'm someone who can be offended, who can go after someone who has zero followers. So I, I get that pull. But you're running for president. Be pragmatic, number one. Number two, for DeSantis, find a way. And, and again, natural charisma cannot be taught. But make sure that you infuse your speeches with some self-deprecating uh, humor, with some fun stuff. That's why humor works. It creates an emotional bond with the speaker, right? So that's all I was saying. Let me know what you guys think. And remember, by the way, tomorrow I'm hosting a subscriber-only Twitter spaces where we'll be talking about uh, who are the 10 people, historical people that you would invite to dinner and why. Uh, it's only available to those who subscribe. Go to my Twitter uh, bio, hit the subscribe button for the equivalent of a latte. You get exclusive content with Dr. Goodlooks. So please consider doing so. Many of you have said in the past, oh, please set up such a subscription. I will be the first to sign up. Well, if quite a few people have signed up, but not nearly as many as had promised to do so. So please consider doing so. Uh, it just makes it a lot more exciting to know that I'm building this separate intellectual community of engaged, intellectually engaged folks. Take care, everybody. Cheers.